TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Joining us right now, uh, Daryl Ryder reports powered by Shiba Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. The dangerous one, Daryl Ryder. And Daryl, I just want to make clear, just want to make sure we get all the rules in place. Uh, the, the word playoffs is banned. From this interview, correct? You've already, yeah, you've already violated it by saying it. <laughs> what? See, the whole point yeah. of the bit is never to say the word. That's the point of the bit. You can say P word. You can say P-O word. Um, but you can't actually say the word or else you're just mocking the bit, uh, which I'm I'm guessing by your laughter is the entire purpose of you bringing that up. Never, never. There, I to- <laughs> Look, I am not petty at all. I- <laughs> oh, I am. I and you know what? I'm not ashamed to admit it. Yes, yes. That that's- I am the actually. I might be the king of petty. <laughs> we need to. Talk. I don't want to. I don't want to say I hold a grudge, but I hold a grudge, and I I don't get mad. I get even. Like that's just how it works. <laughs> that scares the living you know what out of me. <laughs> I hope you know this. <laughs> it's all in fun. Dangerous <laughs> what there are. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. Thank of, you, Leslie Nielsen oh, Airplane. Of course not. Of course not. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to actually utilize your years of experience covering the Browns. Take take away the 0-16 and the 1-15 in years. Oh, we can't, though. That's a big part of my life. I know. I've got chapters of my book dedicated to those two years. <laughs> well, outside of those two years, this start, I, I, I'm trying to summarize what this two and five start. I mean, is, is this surprise? Overall, very surprising to you, this two and five start. Hang on a second. That's my media, that's my media guide from 2019 because the Browns don't print them anymore. Oh. Um, hang on here. <laughs> Because I just want to be accurate about this stuff here. Uh, most surprising. Okay, okay. You, you got to tell okay. us what page you're on. I know. I'm, I'm going through here. <clears throat> I, I, I would say the 0-14 start in 2016 was pretty damn surprising. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't expect them to go 0 for 16 and 17. Um... On a positive note, I didn't expect them to start as well as they did before the roof caved in in 2014. There you go. If, if like, if you want to, if you, you know, I, I mean, I know you're going for like complete negativity here, but I'm that, see, I told you, I don't get mad, I get even. See, there you go. Thank Turn you, it around Brian on Warrior. you. 2014 was a little bit uh, of a surprise there with just how well they started. Unfortunately, uh, 
someone thought it'd be a great idea to put Johnny Football on the field, and, well, we know how the rest of that movie ended. Um, yeah, I, I mean, you know what? 2008, uh, I would say, is similar to this is from a disappointment standpoint. Because remember, they were coming off that ten and sixteen or, or ten and six campaign in two thousand seven. Everyone was just so jacked up in training camp. They had like eight Pro Bowlers that year. So actually, it was six. Kellen Winslow was a pro. Braylon Edwards was a pro. Derek Anderson was a Pro Bowler. Derek in, in Anderson. Oh my goodness. You know, and and so then they they, they come out in two thousand eight, and we get the kids will be kids because Braylon like an idiot is is uh goofing around on the practice field with no shoes gets stepped on his foot gets jacked up remember the preseason game they go into new york to play the 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 giants and like half the starting lineup ended up on a cart that night and it was just you know it was just all downhill from there so as far as like disappointment versus like expectation yeah i'd probably say this is kind of akin to 2008 um, and that team, uh, they started, I want to say four and two. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. Four. They started uh, two, uh, two and four. Uh, they went to, uh, three and four, uh, fell to three and six, went to four and six. And then that was it. They lost the rest of their games. They went on a six game losing streak to end that season to finish four and 12. Yeah. And I remember, uh, I remember the the regular season game against the Giants. That was like the only like bright spot early on in that year. And then, but that thank was you it. for taking me down that miserable uh, trip to Memory Lane. There, I appreciate that. Anytime, anytime. <laughs> All about positivity. <laughs> I'm sure the audience does too. <laughs> <laughs> if they if they haven't had a few already in the first couple of minutes of this one, boy, wait till we get through the final ten minutes. Of I'll, it. I'll tell you what. Any Double A and Daryl, we're gonna. Great positivity to Double you. A's got you doing double <laughs> shots right now. <laughs> yes. At any point. Okay, let's go to this here with everything that's going on this year. And this team, I, I'm just thinking, after the, the Ravens game, yeah. and you hear all the yelling and everything that's going on in the locker room, we've been talking about leadership. We've been trying to figure out who exactly, who do these guys turn to? And I guess... Do these guys, do the players, trust in going to Kevin Stefanski or going to somebody on the coaching staff or somebody in the front office to say, hey, we have a problem? Well, yeah. I mean, they have a they have the great council of leadership on this team. They got a representative from each position group. I, you know, uh, I, look, I, I think that they got, you know, too many leaders, too many vocal leaders. Um, and that might be part of the pro- – I, like, I don't know what the problem is. I, I just know they don't get it done on Sundays, which is uh, a problem. And it seems to be something new every week. And like the good old days, they, they're inventing new ways to, to lose games this year again, uh, which kind of scares me because this is what the Browns used to do before Kevin Stefanski got here, and now they're falling into the same holes that – other teams uh, that have played here have fallen into. Um, but, yeah I, yeah, I mean, they have this whole leadership council, and, you know, we hear about they, they meet with Kevin Stefanski and every position group is, you know, represented, and they get to, you know, voice their opinions or, you know, what you know concerns or whatever. And I just, yeah, I, I'm thinking that 
And when you're losing, like it, it compounds it. Like everything gets blown out of proportion when you lose. It, it really gets blown out of proportion when you put together four game losing streaks like they have. Uh, and you go basically a month without winning a football game. So they have a lot of leaders in name, but I would probably say it's name only because it just it when you watch them play on Sunday, you you do wonder like do they really have true leadership? They got a lot of titles handed out, but man, I, I just I don't know if they, you know, I, I just I that might be my survey of the week question is you know what do, what do you look for as a player, uh, you know, as a leader? What are your requirements for that? What type of personality and, and stuff like that? But um, yeah, it's it's something that I think uh, they believe they have but I don't know that they necessarily actually have it. Was John Johnson III just, again, after his performance last Sunday, was he the right guy to – first off, did you have an issue with him speaking up publicly? No, because it gave me something to write about. I will never never (laughs) have an issue about a player speaking up publicly. In fact, I encourage the practice. Uh, Matter of fact, just keep going. We'll have more content. We'll be good to go. (laughs) Right. Please, don't stop talking. Tell us more. Tell us more. But do you think fans have an issue – with him speaking out after after a no because it gives him something Sunday. to read other than about a loss. <laughs> we got to figure out something like what? Why exactly yeah, are I, they? You losing? know, here's the I, to your point though, Double A. Here's the issue, right? If if you're going to call out people, uh, teammates, right, for lack of commitment, this after. The week before, it was Miles Garrett talking about will and want to and, you know, that type of thing. Uh, Miles can do that because he puts up every week, right? I mean, he 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 makes plays every week. Um, I don't know that John Johnson, as much as I like him personally and as much as I respect him as a player, he's he has bad days at the office. And I, I don't know that Sunday in Baltimore was like one of his best days at the office. And so when you come out early in the week and you say something like that, it kind of behooves you to go out there and play one of your best games. Then those remarks really resonate and you know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, uh, it's just, it becomes real tough to, to kind of get behind that because then everyone's saying, well, JJ three stunk. Why is he calling out teammates? He stinks this, that, and right. And, and, you know, I've, I've heard some fans and, and, you know, seen it on social media fans talking about stuff like that. And like I said, uh, I like JJ three a lot. I think he's a really good player. Um, I, I think that he spoke from the heart and was just trying to be open and honest about his take of what is going on. Because and the reason why I encourage players to kind of speak out is because I get tired of hearing cliches. Number one and number two, we're the one asking the questions, and I'm not going to go out and criticize a guy for giving, uh, from his perspective, what he believes to be an honest answer. I just I don't think that that's fair, um, because when you do that, then you just get guys that say, well, you know, I if I say what I think, you're going to criticize me if I give you the cliche answer you're going to crit- either so either way if i speak to you all you're going to do is rip me so there's no point in speaking to you so i think you have to be fair in that criticism we asked the question he gave an honest answer i certainly am not going to criticize him for for you know voicing his opinion Daryl Ryder joining us here um on 923 the fan Anthony Alfie here with you let's go to the ever evolving special teams unit 
Uh, which uh, this would be the point of the interview where uh, you might want to go triple, folks. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Lot of uh, get a little time check here, uh, and and make sure you tip your bartenders well. Thank you. Please, okay. please, t- if you do not tip, and you don't tip them well, you have problems. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't be at the bar. If you you're should not, not be at the bar. There's no excuse. Uh, special teams every week. Uh, I was looking at your uh, takeaways following the game on Sunday, and it just seems like every week you could just plug in place just a just a paragraph for the issues. <laughs> you copy and paste? Spe- yes, just copy stop. and paste. Shh. Anthony, shut up. Give it a- We're the bosses all be are in- probably listening. Shh. We're going to all be in meetings. <laughs> What's going on with the special HR team? will see you now, Anthony. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> what now with the special teams? Why is it not improving? Uh, they lost their number one return guy that they signed in the off season and they just, they don't have anyone else. I, I, that, that, I mean, that's, it is what I thought it was going to be when, uh, that injury recur, uh, occurred, uh, to Jakeem Grant there in training camp. I was like, Oh, great. We're going to get to watch what we watched last year which is the whole reason they signed Jakeem Grant in the first place. And that's what it's been. But the the biggest issue that I have with Mike Prefer's unit is that they just constantly screw up at the worst moments. Like they, the field goal block, they didn't line up correctly for the field goal, it turns out, uh, with, the, with the proper depth. Um, they can't recover onside kicks. It's hurt them in two games. Uh, we get they get nothing out of their return game whatsoever, kickoff or punt return. Uh, they, I, I mean, we're at the point where it needs to be a fair catch on a punt return and take the knee or the touchback if the ball is in the end zone, so the ball's at the twenty-five instead of the twenty, or in a lot of cases the fifteen or the ten because there's penalties thrown uh, against uh, the Browns. So. Uh, it's not been good for Mike Prefer um, and his unit, and yeah, um, it just I, I can't explain it. But every week you can count on the special teams being just absolutely craptastic to watch. Yeah, this, this is just unbelievable, and there's still more season to go. But at some oh, point, oh yeah, yeah, I mean yeah, <laughs> we have what uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Eleven games to go. Keep so on we got eleven more that. games to watch this special teams unit, and boy, are they special! Oh boy, they might be fitting for Halloween. <laughs> uh, I, you know, uh, uh, oh, yeah. I mean, uh, Halloween puns. Forgive me, but this could be horrific Monday night uh, if, the, if the Browns don't show up. They, they bumped their week back this week, by the way. I don't know if you're aware of this. They. They will uh, at least we're not going out tomorrow. Maybe they will get together and you know watch some movies together or something. But um, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday is the work week, uh, so maybe an extra day for them to kind of decompress, lick their wounds a little bit. It's the bye week after the Monday night football game as well. So this is you know this is a good record aside. This is a good period for the Browns. Uh, as far as not getting worn out or overextended. Uh, the problem is that when they come off the bye week, it's the Dolphins, Bills, and Buccaneers, and might want to have some clergy on standby. 
Uh, Daryl, let's wrap with this here. Uh, I know you've been tweeting about this earlier today. Uh, get us up to speed a little bit on what's going on with the Titans stadium situation. And are the Browns, are they paying attention to what's going on in Tennessee? They most Well, they're not just Tennessee, but across the National Football League, they, they are. The Browns are in their stadium assessment process. I think that's uh, the, the way to put it. Uh, trying to figure out the, what to do with First Energy Stadium. Uh, the last update that I got in talking to some folks, they really want to stay on the lakefront. They want that lakefront development project to happen. Look, they've been trying to develop the lakefront since I was in elementary school, okay? And it's there's still a parking lot on the lake. So I, I, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not confident that's ever going to happen, but I don't know. Maybe in somebody's lifetime they'll figure out something to do with that very valuable real estate other than to have asphalt on it. Um, you know, it's interesting the Titans are going with a 60,000-seat dome, but it's... It, uh, you know, they sent a survey out to their fans this year asking about a lot of premium options and, you know, stuff. So uh, translation, ticket prices eventually are going to go up. There's going to be more clubs and stuff like, you know what I mean, more expensive amenities added. You see all uh, you see it uh, with all the new stadiums the, in the end zones. They have those field-level clubs. Uh, a lot of stadiums now have a, a set of uh, boxes, luxury suites, in the middle of the lower deck now. Uh, these are things that First Energy Stadium, quite frankly, can't give the Cleveland Browns. So uh, the city is doing a stadium audit, audit, which is required by the lease. The Browns are doing their own feasibility study uh, either late this year, first quarter next year. You know, Maybe the, we'll get a little more crystallization of that picture. But, yeah, the Browns are paying attention. I am paying attention to the price tags, uh, nearly $2 billion for this place in uh, Tennessee. Uh, New York, the Bills Stadium, which I can't believe the Bills are doing open air for the price that they're paying, you know, that the taxpayers are paying for that Yeah, facility. that's unreal to me. It, I mean, it, 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 it's just bonkers. And that's why it was so important to renovate Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse, Progressive Field, and I mean, I, I know P, there was a segment of people that were unhappy with the price tags associated with those projects, even with the teams kicking in the Cavs and the Guardians, you know, on those projects, people are still unhappy. But I'm telling you, Cuyahoga County in Cleveland got off pretty good on those two projects. I don't think they're going to get off as good with the Browns stadium situation, because I think that the price tag is going to blow people away whether it's a re another renovation to first energy to prolong the life of that building or to, to build new somewhere or even on that site and have the browns play out of town for a couple of years until that happens i i don't know all i know I'll, i can just see right now though the dollar figures are exploding when it comes to stadium renovation or new construction cost and i think a lot of clevelanders and browns fans are going to need forklifts for their jaws when the Browns come calling with a proposal to do something with their stadium situation. It's oh, going to be man. very, very, very expensive. Yeah, yeah. And we're, oh, boy, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be tough. But we know at some point it's going to happen. All right, Darryl. So, uh, I, you know, maybe they will uh, do some panhandling outside the stadium uh, during the rest of uh, the home slate 
might not be a bad idea for the Haslam's to, you know, maybe have a new stadium fund here, you know, ring oh, the, my goodness. Ring, the, ring the bells, you know, the Salvation Army on this <laughs> side and Cleveland Browns stadium fund on this side. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Daryl, our time is up. Put the media guides away and, and, and watch a Halloween movie. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just gonna watch. I'm just gonna rewatch the game from Sunday if that's the case. <laughs> Thank you, Daryl. Talk to you tomorrow. All right, the dangerous one, Daryl Ryder. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my word. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.